Thanks for stopping in to We Called It. Uh, we had a solid start to the playoffs last week. Well, at least Connor and Ken did. Both of them ended up going 3-1 and one in their picks. I walked away at a solid 2-2. Two and two. Uh, So I'm hoping to rebound this week. Uh, We have four good matchups to talk about today. And just for fun, we decided just to go on through and pick all of the games. Just makes it more exciting and fun that way. So I guess we'll just go in order and start with the Saturday 430 game. Cincinnati versus Tennessee. Looks like me and Ken are going to take Tennessee while Connor has Cincinnati. Connor, why don't you tell us why you're wrong? Listen. I believe I need a, a button that says, I believe in Joe Burrow, just like in the Dark Knight that says, I believe in Harvey Dent. I believe in Joe Burrow. Just because you live in Cleveland, you hate him because you didn't, you decided to draft Baker and stick with Baker, doesn't mean you can hate on Joe Burrow. Okay? That's all I need to know. That's all you need to know because I also don't believe in Tennessee's offense either. And I have a feeling. If I actually, you know what, I might even take the under in this too. But at least the Bengals plus three and a half. Really healthy. Enjoy Jack Rabbit Jenkins not playing, or he's questionable at least. Um, don't have very good corners, anyways. I don't think they're going to run the ball. They're going to light it up. And I still think that Tennessee Henry to sit down. I don't think that. I think he's going to be. Almost like a decoy. They're going to run him up the middle. He's going to have a big old monster plate. So Dr. Ken can tell us what that does for your Jones fracture. They're going to put a metal plate in his shoe this week. And I just, how could a monster of a man, besides laying down and running full full speed ahead, just being huge, he's not going to be as mobile. I don't, I feel like he's not going to be as mobile, but it is what it is. You guys clearly think that King Henry is going to be King Henry, which by all means, that's your opinion. But next week, when we're here and the Bengals won, or they covered, we're going to be sitting here talking about how smart I was. So I believe in Joe Burrow. I'm getting you buttons, and you can wear them next week. All right, one, before we continue, at our family turkey bowl this year, I forgot to take my cleats home from Cincinnati. So my brother Ryan 3D printed some, like, plates that had, like, spikes on the bottom so I could zip tie them to the bottom of my shoe. And I want to let you know, I tried to put, I just tried to put the shoe on and pop those things off. <laughs> I, I, I would later, uh, while I was playing, I was playing quarterback, I tried to throw, couldn't plant my feet, messed up my shoulder a little. It was all terrible. So, <laughs> uh, so that is a great segue. How much pressure you put onto your foot as you're running, especially when you have a crappy play. So, <laughs> The biggest letdown of the week will be Derrick Henry. Uh, so Derrick Henry, the way he runs, you know, beats down uh, defenses. Like he, and he gets these big uh, burst runs, but that's after teams are uh, – he does the best with 25, 30 carries. Almost certainly not going to be – I mean, even as uh, – or recent as Wednesday, they, they weren't even confident – they weren't even at 100% he's going to play. Um, so most people coming off of an, most humans, they can't do it. Thing is, I don't know if Derrick Henry's human or not. the dude is a complete monster. I mean, you can't, you shouldn't be that big, that fast. Uh, so I don't know. My, my main thing is the fact that he 
will be in there. AJ Brown will be at a hundred percent, which he's at about twenty percent of his whole career. And Julio Jones will also be present. This this offense hasn't. This team they have done so much with so little. Tannehill is back there. He just finds ways to win games. That's all he's done all year. Their defense hasn't even looked great at times, but they just find ways to win games. Main reason I'm picking them is because uh, so Cincinnati's like defensive breakdowns. You can Bill, you can tell me why DVOA is a crappy study. That's totally fine. But uh, they had one of the biggest differentials from home to away. They're like 25th away, but also they're one of the worst teams play action. That is all you get with Tennessee. Uh, this is me. And uh, also with that, uh, I love – Joe Burrow looked great. But he was one bad call. Yes, they played his uh, third down touchdown. Clearly, there was so way before a catch. Um, but if you take that away, they had one opening drive touchdown and a bunch of field goals. They did not take the game away from Oakland. Oakland is a much worse version of what we're seeing in Tennessee. I just don't and also Tennessee is kind of my like wild card pick to to win it all. So uh, I really just want to see them at full force. I don't think they'll be there. I think they'll be uh, good enough to beat uh, Cincinnati this week. Uh, My logic is simple. Zach Taylor is not very good at his job. I've been saying it all year because he refuses just to let Joe Burrow go out and cook. He did it the final three games of the season, and it was complete money. Of course, in the playoffs, he reverts back to typical Zach Taylor and is like, oh, we have a lead. Let's go run it up the gut for two yards a carry. Uh, And then he's going against Mike Vrabel, probably the man who should have come to the year. He's playing... I think the Titans have used the most active players on their roster. It's like up to 83 or 85 or something stupid. So it 81. 81? I knew it was somewhere up there. Uh, it doesn't We're matter. About, you guys are talking about winning games. Winning games. I'm not talking about winning games. I'm talking about covering here. Okay. <laughs> they will, they're going to win by three. By all means, win by three. I still win. Here's the other thing, too. This is something that's totally against all analytics, whatever, blah, 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 blah. The fact is, the Raiders are a watered-down version of the Titans. They play in close games. They have somehow, someway, Derek Carr gets them back in the game. In this case, replace Derek Carr with Mike Rabel. No matter who they're playing, up, down, sideways, they're just like, hey, not blow these guys out. Just make it a close game. Everyone's happy. Still in. Everyone's here. Not a participation trophy, but make it close. That's how I feel. Totally has nothing to do with the analytics. I don't have anything to back that up, but I just feel like that's what it is. Perfect example is San Francisco versus Tennessee. Perfect example. Throw the ball to A.J. Brown a hundred times after getting down 17 to zero or something like that. And then all of a sudden you win 20 to 17 or 20. So I feel like this game is going to go. It's a really good point. It's going to be 17. You're going to look stupid. Actually, that plays into my theory of what's going to happen. It's just going to be Cincinnati's going to get out coached. It would be a close game that Tennessee still wins. But I'm still sticking against Cincinnati because Zach Taylor sucks. I don't care. I think he's just going to blow it. And I don't think 
uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase will be able to make up for it. They'll have a couple. This is a homer players. pick, man. Huh? This is a homer pick, by the way. I'm not from Nashville. Oh, this no. I'm saying for me, you dingus. I'm oh, saying. All right. <laughs> I'm saying this is. I'm just living high, loving life right now. That the Bengals. Um, Somehow won a game for the first time in the playoffs in 31 years. I'm like, hey, I stop now. I stop now, Phil. Why would you do that? We're not the Browns. <laughs> All right, real quick, as a homer, uh, would you rather have the Bengals win a Super Bowl this year and then not win another playoff game for 31 more years? Or would you rather have them lose this year and, and never win a Super Bowl in the next 31, but always make the playoffs like you know intermittently and win games? Like, like be, a, be a more like capable team. What kind of question is that? The answer's easy, I know. Win the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> that's the weirdest kind of – it is win a Super Bowl. But, like, that's like that's like the where, – where it's like, hey, uh, that's like one of those, like, train questions where it's like, hey, you got a gun to your head, and there's somebody laying on the tracks, and you had to kill them to save 100,000 other people, but that person on the tracks is your brother. That person on the tracks is your cousin. What do you do? That's what that sounds like. Yeah. No, it's more like, hey, Connor, would you rather eat a bowl of ice cream or? <laughs> Clearly, what is Super Bowl? Yeah, all right. Oh, man. Hey, remember the last time the Browns won the Super Bowl? 1960 <laughs> something. It wasn't even a Super Bowl, actually. It was just a cha- NFL championship or whatever they called it. All right, so next up, we have the Saturday night game San Fran versus Green Bay. We are all, once again, backing San Fran. With uh five and as five and a half point underdogs, uh, Ken, you can go first on this one. Yeah. So last week I picked Green all, um, <laughs> and in between then and now, I put money on San Fran to win the Super Bowl because it was great odds, and I really like them to cover. I like Green Bay to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Green Bay, they they play a slow game some reason like to keep it close if you watched on uh christmas um baker mayfield threw four picks and we were still within one score uh or just a field goal uh mm-hmm. of them so uh, i think that sam fran can do that i think um close at least Connor? yeah that's exactly why i'm backing them and taking the under because i think that it's a low scoring game i i uh, Phil, I just looked at the weather. It's going to be a balmy 14 degrees on Sunday. Wait, is it Saturday? Saturday night. Oh, goody. It'll be negative two. So <laughs> oh, damn. I just have, I, to me, it just feels like they're going to run around and they're going to feed the two guys that they're going to do, which is A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, which I say A.J. Dillon first now all of a sudden because Aaron Jones is slowly being outplayed. And, um, yeah, I think that they're just going to keep doing exactly what Ken says, which is pull the ball, run the clock down, six-minute drives, eight-minute drives, get seven. San Francisco is going to do is, oh, wait, do the same thing. They're going to hold the ball, run the ball. They're going to do another eight-minute drive, and you're going to have two possessions per quarter, and all of a sudden, if nobody scores, they're also going to hit the end. So, I'm, I'm 47 seems like outright but I, I still think that Jimmy G's hurt Wilson is now playing but I think Aaron Rodgers is out to prove that 
and still win it. Doesn't mean he's going to blow anybody out, but five and a half just seems. Yeah. So the very the first game again uh, with these two teams, what way back week three, I think. Green Bay got up to a seventeen to nothing lead. Sam Fran then took the lead and was like winning throughout most of the game until or no no Sam Fran came back and got the lead with thirty seconds left, and then Aaron Rodgers went down and kicked a field goal. I feel like that's what's going to happen this game. It's not high scoring. It's just going to be one of those games where Green Bay gets a lead. And then they just automatically go into coast mode at two touchdowns, I swear. They're like, all right, we're good. We're just going to run the ball. And then San Fran's good enough to keep up. But at the very end, like maybe for fourth quarter, late in the third quarter, Jimmy G's just going to make a mistake like he did against the uh, Cowboys, where it was, I missed Brandon Ayuk, and then I threw an interception, so got a 14-point swing immediately. So it's gonna be one of those things where it's like I have uh, San Fran that they were my uh, Super Bowl pick last week for us. Don't know why. <laughs> I think I just I, I I think I was just trying to be different. Uh, but I, I still believe in their talent. But in minus twelve degree weather, when you live out in California, that's not gonna go well for you. So yeah, Green Bay just is definitely a, winning. <laughs> just a side note that I just cannot stand watching the Forty ers game. And I get Dak's not Dak is not elite. I I like Dak, not. But if you want to win, like just win the game. Don't give the other team the ball and a chance to come back down. It drives me nuts. They had a fourth and inches. Um, they gave it up. Uh, it's the Forty ers against the Cowboys, where all they had to do. By the way, Jimmy G in his career, twenty-five for twenty-five on QB. There was a false start that play. They actually ran a QB sneak. Oh no, illegal motion. Was it a was it, it illegal motion? It was illegal motion because Kyle Shanahan, you know, always gotta get cute, lined up and he put oh, he oh, overloaded one yeah, side also, and then sent them over to the other. Yeah, thank you for, for putting your the best defensive tackle in the league in Really gonna make a difference on the QB sneak. But just just get the yard, go home and, and go home. Don't don't give the other team the ball. Don't give them a chance. I hate when teams change up their offense to some clock they give the other team the ball and then you know you have a game also like the uh, Bengals and raiders like raiders could have won that game i don't know just put teams away uh, don't give them a chance i'm gonna make a note we're all we're gonna make fun of dak prescott in a little bit <laughs> or or kellen moore or mike, or kellen moore or mike mccarthy i can't wait to talk about that because everyone has so we should unless you get oh you guys don't look happy about it never mind no, I'm, I'm totally fine. I'm shaking my head at the amount of stupidity that happened on this. Yes. Also, just one fact. We're all sticking with our original bets from last week. Looked at our, our winners. Every pick aligns with each of our picks. I had, so, I had the uh, Eagles last week. Oh, dingus, I'm talking about. Oh, oh, the, 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 oh the Super Bowl winners? Yes. Yep, okay. And e- e- Oh, even your underdog pick. I see what you're saying. All right, let's go on to the next one. Uh, Rams versus the Buccaneers. So I actually get to write on this game, which sucks because uh, I think it's going to be probably the best game of the week. Uh, Connor, you have Tampa Bay. I have Tampa Bay. Why are you going with Tampa Bay? Tom Brady. Next. <laughs> That's 100% what I said. I, I, I don't know any analytics or anything like that that's going to go on. I do. Tom Brady, six Super Bowls. Or is it seven? I can't remember. 
I think Tom Brady needs to have to lose a game. I think Tom Brady has to somehow have an offense that just puts him in a bind. I don't think that that meaning they got to score like a Kansas City or a Buffalo. I think that's the way that that's the only way, or even a Green Bay to an extent. The only way that like Tom Brady's going to lose. Listen, this mirage of Matt Stafford last week. Okay, they just blew out the Cardinals. Matt Stafford just had to not lose it. So if if anybody picks the Rams this week because they thought Matt Stafford looked great last week, you're an idiot. Colin Cowherd, shut up. Like, what are, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, he just does great. Stop. Oh, he's around I, him. I want to give somebody who had coming off a torn Achilles just like as many opportunities as Matt Stafford, your quarterback who's been there all year. He had 17 pass attempts. Like, let's yeah. not talk about him. He, he won the game for that. By the way, Kingmaker's right. freaking nature. Don't know what's going on. Yeah. Kyler Murray and the Rams defense like got married to each other last week, and Kyler turned into Carson Wentz. So don't say that, oh, the Rams outplayed them or they beat them or whatever. Like, that was an embarrassing loss, an embarrassing loss for the Cardinals. Like, to the point where – they showed, I think, was it you who showed the stat with the, the last eight games in the last, like, eight seasons for, uh, yeah. for, uh, for uh, my goodness, what was it? Kingsbury. Dude literally cannot. He wins, like, one job. game to end the year every season. It's terrible. He's blasted the last seven out of eight games. Like, that's analytics. That right there, Phil, <laughs> analytics right there. That is predictive. There you that go. Correct. <laughs> you can look at you so, guys. I'm so proud of my math students. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was always big on the whole, like, ah, Cliff Kingsbury shouldn't get fired. Cliff, uh, he shouldn't get fired. He shouldn't get fired. And I saw that stat. I was like, oh, God, he can't be a coach. <laughs> he should 100% be an offensive coordinator. He could he'd probably do that very well. <laughs> and somebody will guide him in the second half of the season and say, hey, man, you got for me this week i don't think that will work we should do something else yeah you're right let me go back to the drawing board rather than the well that i've been doing the first seven games because i feel like yeah the nfl they'll figure it out you guys so have you guys seen night at the museum too it's not that good a movie probably at some point yeah right. i think i have well there's the scene where they're they're like the hostages are planning to like overthrow their the captors so it's uh God, what's his name? He he's one of the cops in Superbad. He plays Colonel Mustard, and he just goes, "All right, I'm gonna yell. We are going to attack, and then we're gonna go attack him." Bill Hader. Yeah, Bill Hader. And then someone goes, "Wait, won't they know they're gonna? We're coming to attack?" And he goes, "All right, fine. I'm gonna yell. We're not going to attack, and then we're gonna go." And that's what I think <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury is in the second half. He's like, "All right, rather than do the exact same thing, I'm just gonna say we're not gonna do the exact same thing." And it'll work. <laughs> you know, Kyler looked like second half of his season. He looked like he either it's it, maybe it's Cliff Kingsbury's fault, but he looked very pedestrian. Rolled an ankle and totally forgot he could run. That's right. In the in the playoffs, I wanted to see him actually look more like a running back. Like, like just put it on your back. And maybe you can like win with this. Oh, 
He missed like five games, like six games. So, you know, something crazy like that. Four games, five, four to six games. So he had a long time off to get healthy. And they were literally saying, we're going to hold you out until you're 100%. Which is a great strategy. I, that's what I want, I, especially having Baker quarterback <laughs> this year. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> All right, back yeah. to the Rams Buccaneers. Uh, oh. Building on, you know, Kyler getting killed. Uh, the only reason I can see the Rams winning this or coming from behind in two and a half, if they if they win, they co- or if they cover, they win, um, is because of Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Von Miller just completely wrecking backups for Tampa Bay. Now the catches to that, I don't know if you guys remember, but like two years ago when Tom was Tom Brady was still in San, uh, still in New England, they were playing the Chargers, and Joey Bosa's just like. Dude, I can't get to him. He literally throws the ball every time before I'm able to get to him. So I think that's Tom's only hope. And the fact that he's missing, you know, Godwin, Antonio Brown, um, it kind of leaves it up to like Tyler Johnson and Gronk in the middle of the field. So there is hope that they don't get open, but also it's playoff Tom Brady. Even if they're not open, I'm sure he'll just, you know, drop a perfect dime to Mike Evans for 40 yards. No, I, I completely agree. On, on paper, the Rams should destroy them. Like, the interior line is you know, the only way you can get to Tom Brady. He gets rid of it too quick for outside um, pass rushers. Uh, also, uh, the Buccaneers do not have solid DBs. Uh, the Rams, best, best part of their offense is their receivers. I know Stafford's got to get them the ball. But I can absolutely not pass Tom Brady. Um, the one thing kind of going for them, if they, uh, I was just looking up the bet, because I don't know this, Connor, you can chime in here, but uh, one of the best ways to neutralize a pass rush that's beating to go no huddle, get those, uh, the defensive linemen exhausted to where they just don't have that step anymore. Um, and that's like play six and play eight of a no huddle drive. Uh, you re- it really eliminates a pass rush. And Tampa Bay is number one, well, th- Tom Brady is the number one most efficient, most efficient no huddle uh, offense. Right? So they could do that. Um, then my my under bet is destroyed. But we said we were going to bet on every game. I certain like on paper, it's hard to bet against the Rams. I certainly can't bet against Tom Brady, but I can bet on uh, Rams defense doing well, and then Matt Stafford not putting up a million points, going for the under. Smart move. That. That's solid math right there. Yeah, two things there, though, which I think one is going to help your under, one's going to hurt. The no huddle thing from a strategy is 100% going to destroy your under. But your point, the reason that you do that is because as a defense, you can't, you can't call in and you got to basically all the time run base, run base, run base, which means quite simply it means your – Going to have your D lineman slant one way or the other. They're not going to do twists. You're not going to be able to get any creative stunts up front, which is like tackle under end. So, or what they do a lot of times with defensive, like like a front four. I think they run a four three. Even if they run a three four, it's they'll do it. But you'll take you'll slant with three on one and go slant to the right with two tackles and one of the ends, and then you'll ISO. You know, somebody like a Von Miller or ISO somebody like an Aaron Donald on the other side, and then it's one-on-one with Kristen Werbs or one-on-one with their other left tackle. 
can't do that really because you can't call it in. You can't call in and say, hey, I'm running 3-3 three, three stack pistol, 3 shade, something like that. You just kind of come in and say, hey, I'm running base cover 4, base cover 2, whatever. That's what that eliminates. What I could see them doing, though, is hey, we got to make this like an Aaron Rodgers type game where we got to try and slow it down and try and run screens or try and run quick patterns, quick outs, quick combo coverages or quick combo routes and try and keep them off the field. I just, I'm just not all that much afraid of, you know, like at Stafford. He doesn't, as a, he just doesn't scare me. In fact, if you get up on him, great. <laughs> He's going to throw an interception. <laughs> so uh, that's why I'm like, maybe they will slow it down, get up and make them, hey, play at our pace. But hey, if they get down, yeah, no way. Just run no huddle and be efficient. And I just got to stress that the only reason huddle is because I Google searched two things. One, how to stop a pass rush. And two, how is Tampa Bay's no huddle offense? That was <laughs> uh, Don't forget uh, playoff Lenny's back. So, you know, you got playoff Tom, playoff Lenny. Come on. Best two ever. So I got to say, this is, this is just a pure personal thing. Bill, you can come at me with the analytics. I just have not, since Leonard Fournette has been on the Buccaneers, I just haven't been super impressed with him. I know he's been doing great. I know he's been doing what they need. Just watch him. He just looks slow. He's like, he good spots. He, he does what he needs. He reminds me a lot of like a Mark Ingram type. Like, I'm just not super impressed. Every time I see Rojo run the ball, I'm like, this guy has some burst. Like, this guy has like a little like next level ability. I just don't see it with uh, Leonard Fournette. Purely just a personal, my team. Yeah, Leonard Fournette catches the ball better. I think that's the only reason Rojo doesn't play. The only reason he doesn't play. Leonard Fournette is an old-school style back where if he was in the league 10 years ago when Jamal Charles was in, guys like Doug Martin, guys that were downhill runners, he'll be in and be very – Adrian Peterson. All those guys could be very much he, – he's that kind of style – in a style where it actually pays to be Christian McCaffrey, where it actually pays to be somebody who is smaller, leaner, quicker, uh, you know, unreal speed, top end speed. Eric Henry is the anomaly, but even guys like even Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon's two twenty five, and he's still he's a four four guy. He's got some serious bursts too. He doesn't seem to ever do. He's a, oh, he's got average speed too. He's a four five, four six guy. He can't be two hundred and twenty five, two hundred thirty pounds and run a four six anymore. You don't trust me. You don't have to sell Joe Mixon to me. number one <laughs> fan club right here. Goodbye, Le'Veon Bell's of the world. All right, uh, we got Bills versus KC as the last game. Casey's only favored by a point and a half. This is actually coming down. I think it started at like three and it's slowly. Why did you say it? Le'Veon Bell. What are we talking about? Le'Veon Bell is going to get his ring here. We completely forgot about that. He's going to get a ring. to come in from the one. He's going to have one rush, one yard, one touchdown. That's all you need. Oh, man. That would be great Super Bowl prop bet to have. Like Le'Veon Bell first touchdown scorer. Because <laughs> that's got to pay out like 10, 15 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing away money right there. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, so, looks like K- 
Ken and I are sticking with KC, and Connor's sticking with his uh, AFC champion from last week, Buffalo, on this one. So, Connor, you can go first. Why, why, why you got Buffalo? And here says, I believe in Joe Burrow. And here says, I believe in Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> destined to meet, destined to take over the league. No, there's nothing else to it. Their defense looked fantastic. Mac Jones is an imposter. That's all we need to know. That's all anybody needs to know. Bills looked fan. By the way, Micah Hyatt's touch or interception was pretty solid. But after that, you saw Mac Jones just kick. He rattled. He came unplugged. Patrick Mahomes is not, not that. Don't get me wrong. But uh, they haven't really played in offense. I was looking at their games earlier. Uh, like they're they're uh, the Chargers okay, uh, but Kansas City like in the last uh, I want to say like six or seven weeks they didn't really play a ton of good offenses. Uh, Steelers twice like ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know like like I am I am just I gotta pull up their schedule here. I'm doing it. Um... I remember we talked so, about this. Uh, I think last week, week or yeah. the or the week before. You're gonna bring up the Raiders where they wrecked them, Steelers, um, and those are all playoff teams, guys. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Bengals. Okay, like that was a shootout. That was a good offense. So there's one. But before that, you had you had Steelers, Broncos, Bengals, Steelers. Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Like, I, I'm not really convinced that they've, they've ever faced an offense like this one. And I said it last week, and I'm going to double down. This is why I took Buffalo plus four. They found a running game. That is very important to have balance. Or you could run a three. You could run engage eight or, sorry, uh, rush three, drop eight versus the Bills. and Okay, now we're going to sit in coverage, and then you just got to rally when Josh Allen runs. Can't really do that anymore. Now, I'm not a huge Devin Singletary fan. Looked pretty serviceable the last couple of weeks. I think he's had, you know, 18 to 20 to 25 touches over the last, like, or four weeks, and he's looked pretty solid. I, I know this isn't a fantasy uh, podcast, but in the last four or five weeks, he's top five fantasy back. Yeah. He's getting used. He's getting touchdown. Um, I, I mean, I, no, I agree with you on that point. Kansas City, Patty Mahomes. Actually, that was my whole argument. <laughs> is, um, yeah, we did that for Tom yeah. Brady a couple seconds ago, so I was going to follow it up. <laughs> well, Tom has well, six. Patty has one. As much as uh, I believe in Pat Mahomes, I also just quite opposite. I don't believe in Josh Allen. I he, he throws so many stinkers out there, where because the team they put it all on his back. Run game works because there's a threat of him keeping tucking and running. A very good runner with the ball. Now uh, I gotta say, during way back when uh, you're looking at that draft class, Browns had two draft picks, top number one and number four that year. I was like, I don't want Josh Allen because I saw him run and it's fast, but. He, Looks like only dynamite when he ran his 40. That was it. I'd hated him since. Uh, unfortunately, he turned into the best running quarterback, you know, 
uh, of that class by far. But my point is... Wait, 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 wait. Uh, have you heard of Lamar Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather have Josh Allen than Lamar Jackson. I, I, I agree. Okay. You, said, you said running, so right. I just wanted to right. remind hey, you. Hey, just take out... Roll that back, that one word. Just, that just one, one word. That Roll it back. <laughs> but throws inaccurate, like he throws games length of throwing inaccurate hey, balls sometimes. 21 of 25, good. Is that good? For six uh-huh. touchdowns. 21 of 25, is that good with six touchdowns? Is that good? All right. Five touchdowns. All right, real quick. Just, I just want to get this uh, out there because I was going to use it, but it helps Ken's argument. Uh, Josh Allen has never had two games back to back both be good. That's per PFF. So I don't know the exact oh, yeah. measures, but it's like if he has like a 90 plus game, according to them, the next one's always a stinker. <laughs> so, just in general, I don't think the Bills can string together four games, uh, four solid games in a row and Super Bowl. And the Chiefs is just as good a game as any for them to lose. That's all I got. Alright. So I know I know we make fun of the Chiefs defense a lot, but I am going to side with their pass rush here because I don't think the Bills have a good uh pass blocking O line. Uh it ranked thirteenth per PFF, but how'd they do against Matt Judon? I'm throwing out that game against New England. You know, there's oh. all right. So listen, there's games like you know if you're pl- if you're games against Matt Judon. If, if you're playing if you're playing pickup basketball, there's games like I could walk down hit like five threes in a row. That's not gonna happen again. All right, don't give me this <laughs> seven touchdown garbage. It's like oh yeah, they're gonna come out every week, score seven touchdowns and miss two extra points. Right? No. All right, they had a fantastic game probably the best game of the year for any team offensively but i'm betting they come back down to earth and i'm really just believing in patrick mahomes to save the day on this one and that defensive line to contain josh allen now there are so many highlights of where it's like josh allen one-on-one with a defensive end and like what was it the patriots game in the the last patriots game was that was the best example it was like fourth and three And Jamie Collins had the edge sealed and Josh Allen juked him, then juked a DB to turn like a two yard loss into a 10 yard game. So I'm not saying he can't do it, but I just, I don't know. I also think that this is a little bit of a big brother, little brother game where it's like Kansas city is that team that Buffalo has been trying its best to scheme and beat, but now they're missing Tredavious white. And it's just like at some point the the mental aspect's gonna come in and it's gonna be Josh Allen's gonna make that mistake, you know, throw an interception or something, and it's just gonna come back to haunt him. So Casey all this the way. Is the thing. This is all about feelings. You guys know this, right? <laughs> feeling Joe Burrow, I'm feeling Josh <laughs> Allen. I feel like this is the time where they're gonna break out. And I've literally said this last week. I said I feel like Buffalo all the stats, I just feel like this is the game that they're gonna break out. I'm feeling that again, Phil. Just a hunch. So, Kano, let's see. We go against each other twice this week. Of course we do. All right, so it's going to be 7-7. Seven and seven. I don't know if I'm winning <laughs> KC or Tennessee, but we'll, we'll be tied heading into the next round, too. All right. So that's our four games. Let's do a quick talk on Dak Prescott and then get out of here for time's sake. Uh, this is not about Dak Prescott. Actually, I want to bring up 
Kellen Moore slash Mike McCarthy, whoever you're blaming for the play call. I think Minnesota had a interview scheduled with the the with a more like the week after this game. If you saw that play, do you just change your mind and are just like, nope, we are not interviewing you? <laughs> you can go first, Ken. I I have a whole list of things. The, um, the reality is we don't know whose call it was. That's a big yeah. problem. But continue. Like McCarthy, he has he has a big part where like he stands on the wrong soapbox. Yeah. And here he's like, no, I'm standing by that play call. That was a great he said play the call. The analytics backed it up, and I'm just like, get a new math guy. <laughs> but, so first of all, everybody clearly knows, you know, you need more time on the clock. But also just the uh how we you know, maybe they get that uh that spike off. So oh, Dak gives the ball to the, the ref. You know, what the ref should have done, though, is go, hey, you guys are all lined up one yard too far. Everybody back up. <laughs> Instead, he even tried to give it to him. And then Dak trashes the refs. Now, once again, I like Dak. I do not, not elite, and I don't hate him. But, man, and I, the San Francisco tried to give that game away too many times for – a good quarterback to not be like, it's okay, I'll win it here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm more against uh, how, how Dak finished. Um, it's a bad play call, but even worse, uh, follow through on the field. All right, so real quick before Connor goes, um, Dak Prescott, I know we mentioned fantasy before, sneaky fantasy upside pick. So listen to this. Their defense scored six touchdowns this year. And um, this is from someone on, who works in uh, analytics for the fantasy footballers. Every time a defense scores a touchdown, the quarterback loses like two and a half fantasy points. So when his defense doesn't score six touchdowns next year, he'll be really good at fantasy again. You're welcome. Depending on who he's throwing to, he'll, that whole court could be destroyed. That, that, they'll still have uh, C.D. Lamb and one other person, so we'll be good. Hopefully, that two and a half points per game. What? That two and a half points per game. Yeah. So, like in the game that uh, pick six or something was scored by the defense, uh, the quarterback lost two and a half points that he could have put up on average. Yeah, I. So, to answer your question originally, no, I I think that you go out and whoever you were going to interview, regardless of whatever that happens in that game, you go out and interview him. Two, I think they're more valuable now because they'll say, hey, if I called that, never doing it ever again, I promise that would be the first question in the interview I'd be asking. Hey, that dumb play you did, was that you? A. B, if it was you, would you ever do it again? And the answer is yes or no, and then emphatically no. <laughs> so, Helen Moore... You know, everyone wants, you know, the whole young, new age, connect with players, mid-30s, genius offensive guys, whatever. Brandon Staley or whatever his name is. Chargers head coach, defensive mind, whatever, even though it's... Uh, you know, I think there is some validity to that. But I think you, that person, would learn from their mistakes. And I think they'd be just fine as a coach. 
Tell you what, though, you know, hot, cold. I hopefully he would learn to work on the consistency of his offense. I think it was. I saw a stat, ironically, on Cowherd that was like, "Hey, number one in offensive efficiency, number one in points scored, number number one in all of these offensive categories for the Cowboys." But they also had the most three and outs in like the NFL this year, like by a mile or something like that. There was a, a stat that talked about how many three and outs they had a lot. Now, some of that is, Hey, got this guy, Zeke, who's not healthy. And Tony Pollard. Yeah. Let's run him up the gut three times. Oops. Three and out. And then I feel like some of those were their three and outs. Like learn from that. Don't do that anymore. You don't have to sit here and go come out from Jerry Jones and say, Hey, I'm paying, oh, this guy, uh, 200-some million dollars, $75 million guaranteed. I got to make sure that I make – I'm giving Zeke Elliott $90 million and uh, $40 million guaranteed. I got to make sure that we keep feeding him. Uh, I got this young guy, C.D. Lamb, who had one catch in the last – in that game, which is just bonkers. Was it Troy Aikman who's like, yeah, if Michael Irvin was playing, he would have had minimum 10 catches? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, I I saw that. I was it. I think it was you who sent me that thread. But uh, yeah, that's a simple thread. Like if you trust Dak, he is good enough to do what other semi elite elite quarterbacks do, which is if I see something, audible it, move the ball down the field, and get back to giving your guy who's ninety million dollars behind you, even if you have to, which. Jerry wants to make sure that everyone feels like he's smarter than everyone. Worth the $90 million, so we're going to keep feeding him, and he had just over 1,000 yards, and la da 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 So, yeah. I don't know who made that call. Still blows my mind that it was even made. Funny, because I was watching the game with my wife, and she even was like, why would you do that? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. All right, so do you think it could work in a world where, like, Dak Prescott said, like, three yards, four yards earlier? Like, yes, it, but I... Because he I ran until he got to a defender, not till he got to a spot. And I feel like if you call that play, it's like, get to here. Also, I think there was, like, a screenshot of Dalton Schultz wide open. And it's like, all right, they're not covering him. That's what you do. You get the ball out of your hands. You get the ball out of your hands because the ball can fly. I don't care how fast you are. The ball can fly faster in the air. And by the way, he can run out of bounds. Like, you are literally running to the middle of the field. Everything about that play was wrong. Like, everything. Hey, it was clearly a call draw because he, he came back and gave some sort of flash fake. It wasn't even a, it was a half fake. So that's like not two seconds to- you burn between getting the snap and then the fake. <laughs> and here's the other thing. There is so much else that went wrong that could have went wrong because you called a run in the middle of the field. I don't want to hear about the umpire running into them. I don't want to hear about – if you don't call that play, you don't have to worry about it. Whatever happens after you call that play, you made that bed. You lay in it. So don't sit here and say, well, they should have had another chance. Yeah, you know, a Hail Mary from the 25 versus a Hail Mary from the 50. Sure, everyone can do math. Everyone can count yards. Thanks. The point is, you called the play that put yourself in that position, and you could have called a different 
play. Those guys were playing deep. They didn't want to have a Hail Mary. Run a seven-yard out. Literally, run one of your stupid plays that will get you out of bounds, book and ladder. They ran, we'll out of they ran three of those, which is what's so like aggravating. They had three plays for 40 yards in like 10 seconds. That's what I, that, that just blew my mind. And then I, the fact that, like Ken said, that they refs after that, I was like, you guys are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> this is so dumb. Everybody is looking at you laughing. Every person on every sport network ever. By the way, did you guys see Rex Ryan blow up Brandon Staley that one time for his, his analytics response for, for losing the game and all of that? Rex Ryan went off on uh, Staley losing the Raiders game a couple weeks. It was, that was the, the analytics game where he was like, you take a timeout and you're, oh man, he went, hey, just look it up. He ranted for like three minutes and was, I called him like uh, an arrogant, like stupid young head coach, <laughs> typical like boomer Rex Ryan sound like. All right. On that note, I think we're good. <laughs> so that would mean a lot if I cared about re- what uh, Rex was. Yeah. The, only, the only time Rex Ryan matters when he was like, he kept talking crap about this, how they were going to beat the Patriots and he kept losing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the validity of Rex Ryan's opinion. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you got our picks. Uh, all of our Super Bowls are still intact. This week will likely change as a reminder. I got KC versus San Fran and San Fran winning it. Uh, Connor's got Green Bay versus Buffalo with Green Bay winning. And then Ken has Green Bay, Kansas City with Kansas City winning. So, good luck. Boop. All right, guys.